this episode is so important is because of your story and what you're trying to overcome the mountain that you're trying to get up right now. Um, and that, that all boils down to one, one night, one unfortunate mm -hmm. night. Um, but can you take us right now to the day before, um, you said you were being recruited by all these schools. You just listed all of them. Yeah. Um, kind of take us to like how old you were, what grade you were in, um, what, what was literally the day before, what was your next step in life? Um, where were you planning to go? It was there a place that you had already planned to go for school. And then we'll kind of get into what actually happened. If you're comfortable with that and, and, um, uh, go um I was like, it was my 11th grade summer. I say that's when I was started buzzing with um, Flight 22, you know, with Coach Folk. So, uh, yeah, I was um 18 at the time, you know, uh, young, you know, high high quality player. I felt like at the time, still is, but um, yeah, just going through that. Um, I had like a visit coming. I had I was going to New Mexico University for my um before all that happened. I was going to New Mexico. I was going to do High Point, and yeah, I was going to take Liberty for sure, and. Yeah, I ain't really get the chance, you know, do any opportunities like that, unfortunately. So, yeah, that's what I've been wanting to do now, you know, as I'm my recruitment open. So I want to take all my visits, you know, something I ain't never did. So that's just something that really hit me, I guess. And then I saw outside all, all that. I just, I don't know. I just felt, I don't know. I just felt kind of lost at a, at a, at a point, you know. But, now, was that before the incident or after the incident that you felt lost? It was kind of like, it was kind of before because it was so much going on. I ain't never had that. Even though I wanted, you know, all the attention, you know, all the like the offers and stuff. But like, I was like, so many people like telling me this, so many people telling me that, you know, versus keeping my head focused, you know. So that kind of played like a little long to it. So. Right. And, and that's another thing people forget. You take kids, you know, I, I, my brother, I feel like had a different experience only because our dad, uh, coached college basketball. So mm -hmm. I feel like we knew the, we saw the recruiting process. We were the ones taking the kids out to dinner when they had come in on visits. And so we saw all that and we were used to that type of, you know, how often the kids would get you know, called and, and letters sent. And now it's insane. I remember before, like you couldn't contact them this way and that way. And I think you can pretty much contact a kid any, uh, maybe not, yeah. but it's gotten a lot more lenient, especially with social media. Like you don't yeah, know what these guys are doing, but so all this pressure on these kids and literally for some of you guys, this is a way for, you know, well, for a lot of people, I know like it helped my parents tremendously. The fact mm -hmm. that my brother was able to get a scholarship. Um, so all you guys really, it takes away from that opportunity of truly being a kid, you know, you're yeah. almost making this life, like this decision, 
of going in. I know a lot of people pick colleges they're going to go to and stuff, but kids are going into that thinking, oh, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to hang out with friends. I'm going to, I'll figure out the adult stuff later. When you're coming in as a college athlete, that's a job. You're you're there to work. And, um, you know, it's crazy. And the pressures of it. I can't, I, you know, I didn't play in college. Um, Mm -hmm. No, that was not something I had an interest in, uh, you know, and so I can't imagine how much pressure that felt like. Um, so if you want to, so we're not like sitting here. With yeah, fetch. I was, I was. Whatever. Why don't you just go ahead and um, tell us about this incident that we keep referring to? Walk us mm-hmm. through that day, who this person was to you, and just what happened, what transpired. Uh, well, Raquan Williams, you know, he was like my brother towards me, you know, we played AAU since we like, well, I say when I first went to high school, he was like the first person I met. And plus we lived like right beside each other type of in the hood. So we were like kind of close friends and stuff. So kind of like went under his wing, you know, cause he was older than me, you know, and we played on the same high school team, you know, varsity. I was a freshman. He was, he was already a junior at the time. So. He was kind of already ahead, so I was kind of getting notes underneath him. So that's something we had in common, you know, even off the court. We did a lot of things off the court and stuff, had a good bond together, you know, play 2K like any of little friends and stuff. But um, it was just um, one night, it was me, Bray, you know, he had a football game that night, you know. So we all decided to go out. You know, but Raekwon, he was at the house, though. You feel me? He, he would always be at the house, but he always, we always stay in contact, you know. So he already knew what we was doing, you know, as in, like, far as going to break football game. So he was saying, yeah, just hit me up when y'all done, whatever. So, yeah, then we went out, you know, we went out to this kickback, a birthday kickback. And then, you know, I felt like everything was good, you know, through the, through the kickback when we first entered the building. So... Well, the house, I ain't gonna say building the house. So, you know, I say some couple hours pass, you know, some words being said or whatever, but I ain't really take it, you know, to that, to that level. I just felt like it was just a question that he was asking. So we answered the question, whatever. We went down. Okay, a lot of things, you know, ain't felt, I mean, it felt good. It felt like it was, it felt I was comfortable, but I wasn't. So I was kind of in the middle. So we stayed, you know. It wasn't my decision. We all just made a decision to stay. So we kind of like separated. So I went downstairs, you know, and then my brother had came downstairs with me. So we were just chilling and stuff, you know, just vibing. So then that's when everything just popped off. You know, we just started fighting inside the house, you know. And then they started shooting and stuff. And they shot um, Raekwon four times. And then we tried to get them in the car and stuff, you know. You know, telling everybody to call the police, you know, you know, call the ambulance and stuff. So then all that went down. So I say, I say like the next day, you know, I had to um, shoot me and Bray had to go tell his people, you know, what it was. You know, we, I was hurt, you know, I ain't really know how to react to that kind. I ain't never seen it like that before. But, you know, I saw all that though. That's just something we had to do, you know, we had to tell him, you know, what happened, because obviously he was the last one with us, you know. So went, went over there, then went over to my family, you know, talked to them about it. You know, they felt 
it, it was feeling bad too because Raekwon, he was like, like, he was like another brother to us, you know? And he always would come over and stuff. Like I said, we stayed right across from each other, literally right across. So, yeah, that was just a sad moment at the time. Still is, but um, yeah, that was really happening. And then, you know, a couple of weeks passed, the police had came to my house talking about, uh, yeah, Mr. Jones, you you involved in something. So I'm like, oh man, like, well, what's going on? So he's talking about um, with my homeboy Raekwon and stuff. I was like, I would just start going crazy and stuff. You know, they trying to calm me down and stuff. I'm like, no, y'all, y'all tripping. Y'all was tripping, tripping, like tripping, tripping. So then it was just telling me I need to get uh, a lawyer and stuff. So a couple, couple weeks passed or whatever. I had to go turn myself in off of something, you know, off of, off of that, I guess, because something else had happened with uh, his family, Raekwon family and stuff. And I guess some somebody else, a little incident, and they said they didn't want me to get me involved and all that. They, none of associate and stuff like that so I went away for like I stayed like a week and then I got out for my first appearance and stuff and then I was on house arrest for like I say like the whole football season so all the way to basketball season they let they didn't want to let me play basketball season they they really want me to stay on lockdown just like the whole year until like the case was like dismissed like or so yeah, so you were you were on house arrest so that you wouldn't be a risk of flight before your trial. Mm. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah, so so yeah, then that happened. So I was just on house arrest, you know, doing school work, you know, just chilling out of the house, working out and stuff in the house. So and then uh I say like when was it? it was like probably like so the best one I seen, like I said, that was like my other um, appearance for court. And then that's what decided if I can get off the bracelet or not. So I got off the bracelet. And then, you know, I got caught up on my work and stuff. You know, and then I started able to hoof and stuff. But that was still on my record. So that was the only thing holding me back. But I was just glad I was out, you know, just, you know, back to hooping. So I know I'm, I'm still able, you know, to make something happen, you know, in life. So. Right. But at the same time, you know, I still had that on my back, you know, but I ain't really take it as like, you know, nothing bad wise, because, you know, I was still doing what I've been able to do on the court wise and still see my family and everybody else, you know, that I feel love from. So that was something. Let me ask you this. You are an 18, you're, you're, you at this point, at that point are a child. You are 18 years old. I cannot imagine I'm 30 now. I cannot imagine being 18 years old and being on waiting for a trial for something a, I didn't do to somebody that is like family to me. Mm -hmm. So you have no opportunity to mourn the right way. I mean, I guess you had a few weeks in between losing him and then the cops coming and arresting you right yeah but i couldn't go to his friend or not i ain't i only went to his uh this bloom release that's all that went to so i couldn't go to the friend or not so you couldn't even this person that meant so much to you you can't even mourn them you're now being accused of you know them not being here anymore with us Mm -hmm. and you're 18. Yeah, I'm, I was 18. 
the capacity that our brain, the limited capacity that our brains have at 18 and you know, you're not, your brain's not fully developed. My husband and I were just talking about this this morning. Your, uh-huh. your brain's not fully developed until you're 25 years old. So when you're dealing with this emotional stuff, you're not at 18 years old, you're not really going to know how to, where to put those emotions. Yeah. Fast. And so you, yeah, kept really, you said what you kept playing basketball. Did that help? get oh, yeah. you through it? Yeah, yeah, and I had um, you know, I had people, and I had people in my corner too as well. So I, they ain't really know that was really tight with me, you know. That really, I felt real love from you know when I was on house arrest. Why, like, you know, a lot of people coming through with like food, drinks, you know, they tell me to read books. I got on a little bit, you know, with books a little bit. You know, I tried. You know, I did it for a certain amount, but I ain't say I did it the whole time. You know, I just did, you know, get my mind a little stronger, open minded a little bit. You know. So that kind of help. You're bettering yourself. Yeah. So that kind of helped it too, though. I I I love that support from them. I always had a back show. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right. So you you were on how long? You were on house arrest for how long? Uh, football season. About football. The whole football season. Uh, let's say like football season start like in August through. November. Yeah. I say like November. So this happened back, like, uh, the accident happened back in what, when was it, when that happened? It was in, it was like October. No, not October. It was uh, August. uh, It happened way before, it happened before school started. It was like the second week of school. I say like August, like the 14th or the 13th or something like that because it was like two weeks into school i remember gotcha. it was in august though okay and what year was that i was 2018 2018 okay so you were on house arrest for a little bit so you're charged with this in 2018 mm-hmm. and then they just dropped the charges in february of this past yeah. year of 2020, yes, I mean, 2020. Yes, ma'am, Valentine's Day. So what were you doing in all that time? Uh, you told me what you were doing on house arrest when you, but once you got, once you weren't on house arrest anymore, what, what was that like? What was, were, yeah, what was that like? Cause there was a big time between okay. being on house yeah. arrest and then them dropping your charges. Uh, just, um, you know, keeping it right with God, be honest with you, you know, around, you know, with, you know, my family members and stuff. I ain't really, go, I don't really go to church like that, but my family, you know, prayers every night, you know, I always keep God on your side, you know, stay positive towards yourself. And yeah, that's what I really did and kept my head high, you know, never gave up, you know, I always felt like, you know, I'm here, I'm still here for a reason, you know, and just go hard at everything that I do versus what I did before. Like, don't take nothing for granted. Just go hard. Even if it's hard, go even harder. That's how I feel. And I take that every day with me and have a tip on my shoulder. That's how I walk around. And I just- I don't mean to my keep head in my head. I'm just like blown away by your perseverance and your, I mean, you're, God. 
I would be so angry at so many people and I would be so vengeful, but on house arrest, you took that time to read books and like learn about yourself, like get in tune with who you are, grow as a person emotionally, spiritually. I can't say that I would have done the same thing. I would have been a very, but I, I can't say what I would have done, but I yeah. just, it just absolutely. I'm in awe of you. I think that is amazing. Um, so now that, now that you've been, the charges are dropped, tell us kind of how you found out that they were going to drop those charges. And, and, uh, when did you find out that you were no longer like, they knew that you weren't the one that, um, took your friend. I say like, shoot, when they first said my name, when they first said it was me, be honest with you, cause I knew I ain't do it. Cause Right. I knew they wanted me. So since the first day they came to my house, like I'll tell you, I was tripping at it. I was like, like when they told me that they said I did it, like I went crazy. I, like, I can hear my mom trying to calm me down. And she don't normally, you know, like try to calm me down. And plus they ain't never seen me like that. So I really like showed out probably, but it won't. It was because I don't know, it was just, I don't know, it just clicked. Like they just they assumed that I did something I didn't do. Like that, that hurt me a little key. Well, are you kidding? I mean, you're talking about, again, you're a kid, but you've got what we are to look at as um, an authority, but then also an authority that's there, supposed to be there to protect wow. us. And I don't know about you, but the one thing I'm most scared of in this whole entire world is being locked up by our government because I'm like, right. oh, you know, like- right. Right. Because that's just the most like debilitating place and position to be in. So to be a kid at your age mm -hmm. and to have those people come to you and tell you that I would have, I would have been tearing walls down. I would have been like, that's what I was saying. I mean, I just felt like I just, yeah, I went crazy because they already had to search my house. So, you know, they already took my whole house. So, that was it to it. So I was already mad off that and all that. And then, yeah, just a lot of things going on. I was I was lost in that too, though, because I ain't never been in no situation like that. So that kind of, I don't know. Then I had offers, like I said, I had a lot of offers. I had a lot of stuff going for myself at that time too. I was, like I said, I was buzzing at that time. So I was just, I was just exhausted and just lost too. But then I caught on, like I said, when I came home and stuff, all that support I had, that, 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 that built me back up, you know? So I thank them for that, for sure, and my family. So did you know prior to February that they were dropping the charges, or kind of how did that work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, shoot. Um, I knew they had nothing on me because they was, like I said, I go to court and just stand up. Okay. So I already knew that they were just – holding on to something. They ain't had nothing against me. They ain't had no nothing against me. So that's how I knew nothing was going on. That was in 2018, you know, but I don't know why they, I don't know what was going on through it. Here we are now, a couple months out of the charges officially being dropped mm -hmm. from you. You knew you were innocent, um, but to have that actually be out there and said, no, let me ask you something real quick. Have they found who did it? Uh, nah, they ain't found who did it. 
Because it was, it was the whole big fight thing, right? You said like a bunch of people were shooting and stuff. So. Oh well, it was just one. It was one, but it was just saying it was like. I got it. I got it. How everybody was in the um, you know, in the kickback. You know, it was people that wasn't in the kickback was coming in when we started fighting. You know, so it was just a lot of people coming in that we didn't see in the kickback. You know. And who knows who actually had the. Yeah, I'm saying so we don't really know who actually had it because we know we ain't have it. We ain't spent nothing like that, you know. We chilling, you know. But yeah, that's what happened. So it popped off like that. So I guess it was just like a he she say thing. That's fine. He she say thing. And I mean, with you, like you said, you know, you were in the fight. Yeah, and I knew like everybody in there, you know. So. I so probably, I, like if people saw they probably were just like oh it was you know whoever whoever yeah 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 and plus i was like i ain't gonna say i was like the pop i was a popular name in there i ain't gonna lie. i was the popular name and i was talent in here like and that's what they probably i think they probably used it for i was like oh yeah talent yeah like oh yeah talent yeah because if you know somebody versus like if it's just a face in a crowd yeah your brain might try to connect that piece of what happened with a name maybe mm-hmm. that you knew there and even though that face might might not match that name of who they actually saw they're like oh uh-huh. tell me because I know that name you know mm-hmm. I don't know because I've uh fortunately thank god have never had to um try to identify somebody in something yeah um, that was it was crazy it was crazy that's a big, that's also a big thing that you have to carry on. If you're somebody going and saying that somebody did something, you better be sure because that's a whole life that you could be messing up. I, yeah, it was crazy though. It was, I ain't, uh, uh, uh. So what do you picture right now, now that we're a few months out of this, what do you picture your future looking like? Uh, be the next year it could be the next 10 years whatever what do you see your future like now as opposed to what you saw it like before this happened uh not be different okay uh shoot wow um i say uh now graduating from uh you know college you know uh, getting my degree and stuff, moving on to a university, you know, uh, growing my uh, ability, you know, basketball, you know, getting my stuff back up, self-esteem and stuff, you know, you know, back on that level that I was before. And just, um, shoot, for future, wow, it's two years. Playing overseas, overseas or G League, NBA, something. So don't get paid for playing basketball. Yeah, I keep playing for sure. To my legs fall off. To my legs fall off. So and just get back, you know, to my AU organization, you know, that I really grew up, you know, through the time and stuff like that. And just, you know, do do big things. Do big things. So um what you said you want to go to college, get a mm-hmm. you're at Cape Fear right now, is that right? Yeah, it's Mount Kayford Community College. Yeah, I went there. Okay. The first school okay. I went to. Um, <laughs> I went there for a year and a half and then I transferred to um, East Tennessee State. But I freaking love Cape Fear. If they would make that a four year school, I would have stayed. And yeah, it was Cape Fear awesome. good, though. I love it. Um, <laughs> so, what do you, when you transfer to a university, I know 
you know, you want to play basketball till your legs fall off. And I, my husband who works for the, um, Hornets, he, he mm-hmm. lives in Carolina, but he says all the time, you know, he tells all his buddies that he played with, he they'll call him. They'll be like, you know, should I, should I try to go back there and coach or should I keep playing overseas? And he's like, play until you cannot play anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep on. Oh. Um, but what do you want uh, to get your degree in? Do you know? Uh, I was going to go for a uh, game designer. Cause like something like computer science. So cool. I'll try to get in that major well, for university. But for here, I'm getting my associate's degree, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but um, yeah, for university, a game designer, and probably, um, probably start a little um, truck driving, a little um, business, too. I kind of like 18 wheelers and stuff, like just on the side, though. That's awesome. Hey, listen, that's called being a businessman. You, you mm-hmm. got one business you own, and then you work for somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's smart. You're smart. Um, So I guess my last thing is what steps are you currently taking right now to make all of that a reality? Um, you're, you just said you're getting your associates at Cape Fear. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still playing basketball, but what are you doing? Are you actively working out with somebody? What, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm working out with my uh, assistant coach, you know, um, just uh, constantly working out, you know, doing constantly reps, you know, off the court, you know, getting a lot of shots up, you know, stuff off the dribble, you know, a lot of ball handling, you know, and then working out wise, you know, get building on my strength condition because my uh, visit last week, I found out I need more, you know, get more, get more in the weight room more so and be on that level. I want to be, I want to be already there. So when I get there, I don't need to, you know, no, no, nobody to tell me do this. I'm ready to like establish and stuff. So I already know what I need to do, you know, to accomplish those things. So just, just working out, man. Just staying consistent with what you're doing, and everything gonna fall in line like I've been doing. Like everything just been achieving lately. So I just been constantly repping and just staying what I know and working out wise. I don't really work out a lot of people. I work out like, you know, probably with my homeboy. Me and him probably push each other, you know, like when I go back home wise. But uh this summer though, I'm probably gonna I'm gonna see what's up with um my um brother Dennis. Dennis, so he love he coming off his little injury too. So I'm gonna lock in with him and stuff and lock in with my education too more. So there you go. That's important too. Yeah, I go back to school for anything, but I've got my degree and I, I'm proud of that. So, um, well, I did, oh, but I did want to ask you one other thing, um, with your visits. So you said that you just went on a visit, right? Have you, how are those going? Do you, do they ask a lot about what happened or do they show any concern or has that been pre-talked about and already out of the way or do, what's that like? Uh, it's already told before I even go down there, you know, cause obviously when you look at my name, that's a, that's like the fifth thing that you see, you know, that you see and they always ask about it, but you know, I would just send them like the, uh, the release papers and stuff, you know, where they dropped in and stuff. So you know, we need to go from there. 
that's ridiculous. There needs to be yeah. article after article about your yeah, topic. Fast, fast. But yeah, so but yeah, though when I went up there though, and they ain't show no um, they ain't, they ain't show that side, you know. They were showing I love and stuff, you know. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. That's how like just give me a chance. You know, they ain't they ain't, they say they ain't gonna give up on me. I like that though. What in your life? Your short mm-hmm. life because you're so young still. Um, what in your life has been a catch 22 moment for you so catch 22 moment basically meaning like you know like double-edged sword that kind of thing like if I would have done this it would have been different what was a catch 22 moment for you in your life and it could pertain to basketball it could pertain to personal life but okay what is a catch 22 moment for you uh I could say uh wow uh, what's your your friends? I say your friends. Watch who you hang around with, for real, for real. Really listen to your mom and dads and uncles. Like even though they be talking, but half of the time they be right. So I could say that. So all that stuff that they've been talking about, you know, happening now. You know, when I in 2022. So I just felt like the people that I was close to, you know, they ain't the same no more. They ain't the same no more. It's like a I don't know what. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's them, but that just sounds like an eye open to stay in my lane, you know, because, you know, and stay what I need to do and stay focused, you know. But if they real enough, they're going to come, you know, or if they're not, it's going to stay left behind. So that's that's a that's a wake up call for me, you know, even though it just felt different, though, when I got, like, when I was in this situation, a lot of people won't really with me, you know. Then when I got out, everybody trying to be with me, like, nah, I ain't. So that's 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 a wake up call. And for basketball, uh, mm, I don't really got nothing to say with basketball. I feel like I played good, teammates were good, coaches were good. So I just felt like I just felt like we should have won more games. Was definitely should have won every, the whole thing. That's about the only thing. 